in a world where creativity has no monetary value, where the Disney Federation reigns supreme, two aspiring filmmakers, tired of being overlooked, decide to play the game, but with a caveat. Here, stale movie franchises will remain in title only, reimagined for a new audience, story, plot, all completely redefined. This is Reboot. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Reboot, a new series where we'll take an iconic film or TV show and reimagine it in a completely different manner in which it was originally released. Genres will be crossed, characters will be compromised, and your favorite memories of these storied films may or may not be bastardized. Oh yes, this is Reboot. I am your co-host Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. How's everybody doing today? What up, Mav? You excited for this? Oh, yes. I'm ready for everybody to hear my pitch on this. All right. Yes, of course. We've been planning this for years. Okay, maybe not years, but for some time now. And, you know, what better time than to launch this new series during the holidays? A gift for everybody right now. It's the gift that keeps on giving. We're just <laughs> spreading joy. That's what we love doing here. Well, without further ado, let's get to the rules of the show, shall we? Okay. The rules of the reboot. Number one. We are each presenting a fresh concept of an existing intellectual property, be it a film or a TV show, hence the name Reboot. Number two. Number two. Each participant will have the opportunity to pitch their idea, and it's up to the audience to decide whose project will get Reboot. reboot. Number three. Your reboot must try to be as opposite to the original film as possible, be it rating, genre, cast, director... You get the idea, right? Just switch it up from the opposite. Exactly, exactly. And now for the fourth and final and most important rule, be weird, get creative, because that is the most essential component for this, and may the best reboot win. Okay, now to the film for today's episode. And now, our feature presentation. Ready for this? So, with the holidays here, we decided to reboot the 1994 Disney holiday classic, The Santa Claus! That's one of my favorites, man. I love it. That's right. The 1994 film starring Tim Allen Uh and Judge Reinhold is getting rebooted. The original logline for the film is, When a man inadvertently makes Santa fall off his roof on Christmas Eve, he finds himself magically recruited to take his place. The original was rated PG. It was a comedy-drama family film. And it was basically Tim Allen as Scott Calvin. He was like this, dis- what was he? Like he was a divorced uh, father. He was a toy maker as well. He was a toy yeah. maker. He was a divorced father. Um, his son Charlie hated him so much. <laughs> he did because he was like, just like, I don't know. He just didn't get that connection with him. Yeah. And when he became Santa is when Charlie kind of. Um, the relationship cemented, you know, and they, they became father and son. Yeah, a nice little bond right there too. Yeah, right? I don't really remember watching this the first time I did, but my mom told me that we went to go watch it at El Capitan. We had the premiere. Oh, nice, Yeah, bro. 94, which was crazy. And there's a picture of my great-great-grandma. Like, she's like 90-something in the picture with the Santa Claus there. So no, we have that picture. Get, yeah, you gotta get it. There. So I don't know good. where it is. I don't know where it is, but it's in, it's in one of our photo albums. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, I don't remember the first time watching it, but this was constantly on repeat during the holidays. I had the VHS. I'm sure you did oh, as well. Oh, same. I still have it somewhere in my room. Yeah. I definitely have it. And the same thing, like probably a rip cover still, but I watch this movie randomly all the time. Yeah. I just saw it, you know. Uh, I mean, even before we decided that we were going to watch this for this idea, I had seen it earlier 
when the holiday season started. And yeah, it's still, it still brings back that warm, fuzzy feeling uh, that, that I remember as a kid. And, you know, I still have that joy watching it. Yeah, I'm not bringing any of those feelings from my <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. That's good to hear because I'm not either. <laughs> sequels, did you watch any of those? Because no, there were some sequels. No. Me there, neither. There was two of them. There was, there was two. There was, I, I heard of the premise of the second one, which I'm like, mm, I kind of like that story. I guess he needs a wife to stay Santa. Well, that might be another one from a sequel for me. I don't think that would work in 2020, man. Oh. Okay? Because Santa doesn't have to be married. He doesn't have to define to these these norms, okay? That's true. Okay? And women have a choice now, too, okay? You go, girl. Okay, so yeah, we gave a little bit of our backstory on the film, the genre, the logline, our experiences with it. It's now time for our version of the reboot. It's my turn! You want to go first, Mal, or should I go first? Well, you go first. You go first. Let me see, let me see yours. Okay, I you want to go you. first? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm super excited for this. Ladies and gentlemen, my reboot is titled The Santa Claus. But wait, it is not C-L-A-U-S-E. It is C. L A W S Santa Claus like claws. Man, you a punny man. You what? a punny man. <laughs> Check this out. This is my logline. After slaying an unknown beast, a man finds himself forced to take the responsibility of Krampus kidnapping children who misbehave during the Christmas season. So as you can see, I, I did a little pun right there because yes, it is Santa Claus, but Krampus is the evil Santa. According to Wikipedia, Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic figure in alpine folklore who, during the Christmas season, scares children who have misbehaved. So that is exactly what this character is going to be doing in my film. He's not transforming into Santa Claus. He's transforming into Krampus. Krampus. Okay. I love it. Okay. Okay, so my genre is horror slash comedy. This is an R-rated film. And the best way I can describe it as, like, if I had to compare some films to it, it's going to be the original Santa Claus mixed with an American werewolf in London. Okay, fuck. <laughs> That's going to be fucking wild. Oh, like, huh? The best would be if you had the actual animal. I like, am, yeah, I yeah, am, yeah, I yeah, am. Okay, okay. You're getting to it. Getting, okay, okay, okay. We're blowing our load. We're blowing our load. That's going to come later. Okay, okay. That's going to come later. Okay, but yes, okay. that, that is what I'm going for. I'm going for the Santa Claus meets American werewolf in London. I like that. I like that. I, just, I can already see it already. Like, I already know, like, I want that. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm... God that's my transformation noise guys sorry <laughs> that's dope that's dope i like it a, a hard r horror film yeah that's cool that's cool yes sir all right then i'm gonna do my little premise then it's gonna stick a little bit similar um i have it's gonna be half original santa claus in the beginning and then it's gonna turn into more of a few good men you know, the social network. Oh, a know. courtroom drama. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what you got it. That's what I'm going to be. So when drunken lawyer Scott Calvin shoots Santa Claus off his roof on Christmas Eve. Oh, no. Oh, no. He finds himself magically recruited to take his place. Scott is disgusted to learn that he has to take the place of Santa and will do anything in his legal rights to not become Santa. Scott decides to sue the North Pole. Will Christmas survive? Oh, I love this. So so it's like Santa Claus, but... In the first half, I'm definitely going to play those vibes. It's going to get those vibes because you need to see how the, you know, how he, the clause happens. Like, how does he, this happen? Um, it's going to be a... I'm going, like, like you said, a courtroom drama... 
But it's still going to have a little bit fantasy element because in this world, Santa is real. Okay. Oh, gotcha, you know? gotcha, so gotcha. So Santa- everyone knows mm-hmm. that Santa's real. Because remember in, how in the original, there was people who didn't believe. Mm-hmm. No, the core of the world still believes in Santa Claus. Gotcha. And that's going to be like a, a, one of the main focuses. I of love mine. it. He rejects it. He doesn't want to be that. Yeah. Huh? Wow. What an alcoholic, <laughs> an troubled alcoholic life, lawyer, right? Yeah. yeah. He's still divorced in this one too. Okay. He's divorced. Uh-huh. Gotcha, gotcha. I like that, man. That's really interesting. It reminds me, too, when you say that, like, um, as far as this holiday movie, Miracle on 34th Street. Yes, I want, well. Is that I kind of your get, mashup right there, yeah, right? Yeah, well, I want, I was going to tell it at the end more when I come up with my two endings that I have for this. But, yeah, I want that emotional ending. And, like, you know, you felt the public in the the original Miracle at 34th. You remember, like, the whole public was waiting outside when they were hearing yeah, the public. Like, yeah. that's what I want to, like, reference. That's definitely what I want to reference. So if he refuses, there's no Christmas for anyone, mm-hmm. ever. Ever. Wow, that's pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy. What's your rating? (laughs) Obviously rated R for language and disturbing imagery with children. Oh, my (laughs) God. You sick fuck. (laughs) I'll just give you a little hint. The L's are going to get a little bit disturbing in this one. But yeah, man, I've, what, what are we going to go next? Like, we got to go with the cast and crew. Yes. So we just talked about the log line, the premise of the film, the synopsis. Now let's go through the cast. Yes? Yep. Okay. Let's remind the audience who the original cast was for the Santa Claus. <laughs> Obviously, we got to start with the man, the myth. The tool man. Come the on. The tool man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tim Allen. None other than Tim Allen. Like, he, dude, he was on he point, it. dude. He played Home it, Home improvement. Santa Claus. He was just, damn, the 90s were him. him. I was going to be like, why didn't JT be in there? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, never, right. That's side note. Let's yeah, get back to the main yeah, quest real yeah. quick. <laughs> okay, well, Tim Allen is obviously the main actor, top billing for this. We got Judge Reinhold as mm-hmm. the stepdad. Neil. Neil. And he's uh, he's kind of like a little, like a... Uptighty. Yeah. Doesn't believe in Christmas. You know, yeah, kind of yeah. an a-hole. Douche. Not an asshole. More of a douchey kind of intellect guy. David Krumholtz. You probably know him from Freaks and Geeks. He had a little appearance in that. He was in... 10 Things I Hate About You. He plays Bernard, Bernard. The, yeah. the head elf. <laughs> With his dreads. I love him. With them. his dreads, and right? that beanie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love his gear. You I want to wear his You know what I remember the most about the original Santa Claus, <laughs> too, is like a little Judy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I never knew what she meant, but it's like, thanks, but I'm dating someone in rapping. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know I what I'm saying? I watched that last night, and I finally got that joke. But like, I didn't know if it was like someone who was like a rapper yeah. rapper or someone who was gift wrapping presents. So, like, I have to watch it in subtitles to see what, <laughs> what they say. So was like, it W? I, don't, I, I think it was W. Okay. I think it was a W. I think it was a W. Uh, thought you confirmed it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, Judy like that." Judy, <laughs> she on World Star. <laughs> World Elves Gone Wild. She's like two hundred years old, bro. She can yeah. still move it. Six hundred, eight hundred years or something to perfect the hot chocolate. <laughs> okay, and then uh, to round it off, we have Eric Lloyd. He played Charlie in the original. Oh, he was also in Dunstan Checks In. Do you remember oh, that? Fuck yeah! yeah. I totally forgot. Love yeah, that movie. The little orangutan. She was dope, man. Uh, Eric Lloyd. So he was there. He's in that. Let's see who the original director was. Let me see. The original director of the film is a gentleman named John Pasquin. The original writers were Leo Benvenuti and Steve Rudnick. I do believe the director, he did a couple episodes of Home Improvement as well. He did Miss Congeniality too, but I would probably say The Santa Claus, this film, is his most iconic film. I don't know. Miss Congeniality 2 is pretty on there, bro. (sighs) Yeah, right. You have a hard (laughs) bargain, dude. Benjamin Brad, I think, is in that one too. I know, right? He is, dude. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Uh, so that was the original cast. I'm going to go with my cast first. Yeah, let's hear it. Remember, this is for Krampus. Oh, this no, is, Claus. This, this is, is for the Santa Claus. Santa Claus, all right? Yes. For the Santa Claus, I have as Scott Calvin, none other than Ryan Reynolds. As young Charlie, I have Julian Dennison. 
If you're unfamiliar with that name, it is the kid from Deadpool 2, the pudgy New Zealand okay, kid. Okay, okay. Oh, so yeah, we yeah, already yeah. have that connection yeah, like with Ryan Reynolds and Julian Dennison. They had worked on Deadpool 2 together, and now they're going to be reunited in the Santa Claus. And for my final character that I will be casting, reprising his role as Bernard, I have no! David Krumholtz. Oh, I didn't back. know if you could do that. I was. It's I creative. Oh, Quick, it's got to be creative. You got to do whatever you want, man. You no, can do whatever you uh, want. Son of a bitch. I thought it was like too I love Bernard. I, I, I love was Bernard. too non-creative because no. that's who I wanted to put back in. I want because you need uh, that. He yeah, that, he had that that charm, he had that wit, that and charm. that anger. Exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. That's a motherfucker. And he's going to do such, like, imagine how, how witty and, and, you know, just his character when he was Santa. Now I don't have him being that Santa. He's going to be the head Krampus dude. So he's going to be even wittier. He's yeah. going to be even funnier. I'm just going to love that That's chemistry. That's a good one. That's a good one. For my director, I have none other than Jordan Peele. You better know him from Key and Peele. He did the... Get Out? Come on, bro. Get Out is a classic. Us? I could totally see your vision for that. Yes, I like yeah. that comedy. I like that horror element. He also did the Twilight Zone. So so he, I think he's going to be able to have that vision where he's going to be able to blend those uh, those worlds. That he's already established yeah, it. He could do it. As far as my writers, he is also one of the writers on here. And I'm going to put myself because why not? That's true, huh? This is our fantasy. This is our stuff. <laughs> I'm going to speak it into existence. Soon it will be a reality. Maya? Okay. All right. That's a nice cast. That's a nice cast. I like it. Just to remind everybody, mine is called The Claws, period. It, it's still spelled C-L-A-U-S-E. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it's just called The Claws, you know? And with that, the one to take over, Scott Calvin, there was no one else I could think of that has that, like, kind of drunkard, meany, groggy, old manish kind of thing that I want in this one, and that's Mark Marin. Oh, like, yeah. so I love that. So Mark Marin is my Scott Calvin. I love that's a great cast right there. Yeah, so he'll be a, that that angrier, drunky kind of Mark Marin that we all love and know at the beginning, and then we'll hopefully see a change. I don't know yet. And then for Bernard the Elf, let me go there. I am not lying to you. I legitly was going to pick the same dude who did it, but then I was like, nah, I got to get creative with this shit. Like I can't just put the same guy in. But I got somebody who I thought was similar. And that was Jay Barrett, 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 Barrett Jay Barshell, right? Yeah. yeah, he's part of that same little crew. That's he, a good pick too. Because he got he has that little anxiety thing that I like, you know. But at the same time, he could fucking snap. He's you witty, know? Yeah. witty, and he could just snap. Or, yeah, I mean, you saw that, him. This is the end. That's where that's definitely where I was like leeching that character from. That I was like, yeah, I want to see more of that. You know, the build up to boom. You know, fuck this and I'm fuck that. You know, and for my Charlie, this is where I tw- I, sw- I switch it up, guys. This time it's going to be a girl. A teenage girl around the oh, a preteen around the age of 11, 12. And I'm casting Co- Chloe Coleman. I don't know if you guys know that name. I recently just saw her in a, the new movie You Spy, starring Dave Batista. It's a family spy film. It was oh, okay. I know who she is. I know. Is, is it I Spy? Or it's called You Spy. You Spy. It's called okay. You Spy, yeah. And like she was pretty good in it. And I, I would like to see her. She has a like acting range. There's a little bit of action because I want to do some action scenes in there. And she can, she said a couple, she delivered a couple of lines great and I you know I was laughing in an okay movie and for my Neil I have John Mulaney but, uh, but just with the info now he's well he was hitting the snow he's all you know he hit that mean, snow huh? he's already that. there yo he, 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 he's not coming back he's yeah. in the North Pole he's staying yeah. there cocaine is a hell of a drug he believes <laughs> and that are like my main cast members right here though this is going to be the creme de la creme directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. 
What? You going PTA you for the know, holiday movie? There will be blood is definitely Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is definitely my inspiration for hiring him. For my writer, I actually have a story by first. Story by me, okay? And legendary writer, God, I guess he's on his own Mount Rushmore because he's just that good. This film is going to be written by Aaron Sorkin. I knew it. I knew it was going to be that. When you said courthouse drama, I was like, there's none one. You got West Wing. You got Social Network. When you compared all of them, I was like, yeah, Sorkin. You're gonna That's have it. it. That's going to be a really It's going to be a solid film. You got, have, have, have Paul Thomas Anderson and Aaron Sorkin collabed before? I don't think so. I swear Damn. I thought they did one movie, but like this would be perfect for them. This will be it. This is it. And when I say this is it, it really means this is it. A24 and Screen Gems are producing and distributing my film. That's who your uh, dream distributors That's are. That's who my, for this one, yes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, we can do distributors too. Uh, for me, obviously, uh, Jordan, Jordan Peele is going to be involved. So Monkey Paw, his production company would be a candidate. Blumhouse. Blumhouse as well. Blumhouse you know, <laughs> for, um, you know, that kind of niche market that I could see either one of those production companies picking this, this film up. Okay, let's move on to some of the scenes. So the way we're going to do this is... We have some of the iconic scenes from the original film. We can see whether or not those hold up in our version or not. Do you want to go from scene to scene? So you do one scene, I do one scene? Yeah, I'm down. I think that'll be a little bit easier. Okay. All right. So my first scene then is I'm going to compare it to the original of how Scott Calvin, Tim Allen, became Santa Claus. So in this version, Ryan Reynolds, he is this personable charming, just Ryan Reynolds. He's Ryan Reynolds, and everyone loves him, so he's he's coming home, and he sees, like, this, uh, he thinks it's a kid being kidnapped, and he tries to save him, so he just attacks this, this animal or something. He doesn't know what it is because it's so dark outside, but it's not a kid. It's an evil elf. That's when Ryan Reynolds is going to be transforming into Krampus because he killed Krampus in that. Think of... American Werewolf in London. That's that's exactly what I'm going for. I that that see practical that. special effects. Also, the same dude who did that did Michael Jackson's Thriller. So both of those kind of elements, that that transformation, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be super cool. I'm going to love that. And then he turns into Krampus. Krampus. He, he Bernard comes in. He tells him what he has to do. He's like, No, I don't have to. He's like, You better do it. So then he does it. But guess what? You see him first kidnap the child. The first child. And he loves it. He loves it. He's got it. He's got the itch for it. He's got the itch. Like something about it, just so satisfying and rewarding for him. So then we get a cool montage of him kidnapping all these kids, and it ends with like him just returning back to normal. So it's like, yeah, it's like, whoa, what happened? You know, because because like in the original, he's like he thought it was a dream after he became Santa after Christmas. So it's like, whoa, was that really a dream? We're gonna have to find out until next holiday season. Fuck, I like it. Okay, well, I also chose the first scene because it's definitely important in this movie to see what happens and what happens after, you know, it's the main fucking cause of change in the movie. So just to set up the story, uh, Scott Calvin is a lawyer, drunk divorcee, and it's very similar beat for beat for the first half of the movie, the first act. Okay. Cause like, I want to get you into the story. Charlie gets dropped off at Scott's house, but in this one, Scott lives in the ghetto, the ghetto. because of all the alimony payments. So he lives in a really shitty fucking neighborhood. All right, so it begins the same. He tells the story, and then that's when they hear the uh, the clatter of the ladder. Or the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, the clatter. So then that's when uh, drunken Tim Allen, he was just fucking, he had a bottle in his hand, and he hears it. And then you hear Charlie. drunken Mark Marin. Drunken Mark Marin, yeah. So then that's when you, drunken Mark Marin wakes up, but he hears it. And then his daughter, Charlie, is like, Dad, 
I think someone's trying to rob the house and you know, not this time. You know, so Oh, so he brings out the gun, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, so he shit. brings out the shotgun. Hey, it's that hood mentality. And he like <laughs> fucking cocks it. And then he's like, You stay in here, Charlie, all right, don't come out. So he goes outside and he sees he sees someone on top he of the He sees a shadow. Yeah, he's like, hey, hey, hey. And then the uh, uh, and we get a POV of Mark Marin's Duck POV. Hunt. Yeah, no, it's yeah, but it's drunken vision. So there's like three Santas oh, or like I three love figures it. he sees. And he's like, I got you this time, motherfucker. And then, boom, the body just falls on the floor. You see just a big asshole pellets right there just bleeding. It's a buckshot. And then that's when, you know, he grabs it. We still go the same thing. It's like, put on the cape. The Rangers don't know what to do. But on this adventure, it's going to be more like a Rick and Morty adventure with Mark Marin and Charlie, his daughter Charlie. So they're going to be dropping off gifts the same way, but he's going to be like a drunken mess. Like Does he mix up all the gifts? Yeah, he, like he, puts, he, just he gives the wrong people the gifts. Yeah, so he's just <laughs> fucking up. You know, he's like, ah, uh, whose house? Ah, uh, fuck this shit. You know, like, he just throws random shit. I and love then it. The That's same, such him. I could see him do that. So then, when they get to the North Pole at the end of the night, he passes out drunk. And then the same thing at the end of the day, he's like, "Yo, that was a fucking crazy ass dream." Is like Charlie's like, "No, Dad, we did that. You were drunk off your ass." And he's like, "What?" He's like, "You have to be Santa Claus." And he's like, "Fuck that. I'm not gonna be Santa Claus." And then that's when Bernard comes like. No, you are obligated by law. And then, you know, that's when he shows him the card and he's like, what the fuck? I'm going to sue you. It's the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm going to keep it first. That's going to be the only fun, really joyful part of my film is that. And that's only going to be the part that's as close to the original that I'm going to get to. It's going to be a little bit amped up, a little bit more funnier. I really want that relationship to show like, fuck, my dad's a little drunk, you know, and I'm here. I essentially want Charlie to be more of an adult during this ride, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Well, so you know how I have Scott killing Santa? Yeah, well, with a shotgun? Yeah, with a shotgun in mind. That was a similar scene in the original film. I just found that out right before we started recording this. Uh, shout out to Car- Caravan of Garbage. But, yeah, they said that Disney was like, no, you can't have – a Disney film open with somebody shooting Santa. And I didn't know this before <laughs> I wrote mine. You can't do that. You know, so I was like, yes, I, I'm on something, you know? That's just to let you guys crazy. know, just in case somebody's listening from there and they're like, no, you stole that. I was like, no, I wrote this before I heard it. The other major scene I want to discuss is what happens next holiday season. So, you know, everything is back to normal. He's still that same person, but he's starting to get a little bit. Remember how, how in, in the original, like uh, Tim Allen was getting fatter. Yeah, he was yeah. getting his beard full all that. So there's, there's little hints of that. It's very subtle, but, like, he's starting, like, Ryan Reynolds is starting to get hairier. His nails are starting to get sharper. Very gradual. He's trying to hide it. But in this version, Scott Calvin is a single man, and he meets a woman, and she has a son named Charlie. So, Charlie is actually going to be on the naughty list this year. Naughty, naughty. So, he has to kidnap Charlie, but he really loves this girl. So, he's in a conundrum right there. Charlie played none other than by Julian Dennison. We've seen how much of a prick he can be, but a funny prick nonetheless. So, yes, that's exactly kind of the same person he's going to be. Scott Calvin's character knows that he has to kidnap him, so he's trying to do whatever he can. He's like, yo, man, just be a little good, man. Just be a little good. (laughs) I do not want to kidnap you and kill you. He's trying to give him, like, the heads up. Yeah, 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 yeah. but he's not listening. He, He won't listen. So, you know, as the Christmas season starts, he starts kidnapping the kids, the kids, and then it finally comes to getting Charlie. So there's this internal battle. It's like, man, I really love this girl, and, like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Like, what am I going to have to do? And ultimately, 
Scott Calvin refuses to kidnap Charlie. And that's when Bernard comes back. Hey, man, we had a deal. You got to do this. Scott Calvin refuses. And that's when they have a crazy Krampus-type battle because oh, Bernard <laughs> is going to turn into an even bigger Krampus. No. Yeah. What the fuck? He's going to be like a Krampus demigod or something. <laughs> He's like a megalodon or like something. Like a level up? Yeah, like Just a level up. up. So, so they're doing that. But it ultimately, Charlie ends up slaying Bernard. So he saves no. Calvin. Yes, he saves Scott Calvin. So so everything, you know, he, I, that's like his saving quality, right? You think it's over. So... Scott Calvin is no longer Krampus. Charlie does not have to be kidnapped. We go back to their home, happily ever after. The film ends. You got Charlie's mom. You got Ryan Reynolds. They have all that wonderful... It's just a very warm, cozy feeling. And then, before the credits go out, we see Charlie has to go to the bathroom. And then we go, we follow him into the bathroom. Uh, He looks into the mirror. He goes to pee, and then he comes back, and he starts to see... The hair in the Krampus mutation. Fuck, so he's the new Krampus now? So he is the new Krampus. We're finding out he's transforming into Krampus in the bathroom while Ryan Reynolds and his uh, and his mom are, are in the other room just like being so jolly and merry. And then we pull out kind of Wes Anderson style frame, the center frame of the house. We're pulling out, zooming out. We hear this crazy Krampus howl, screen black. And that's how my movie ends. Not bad, not bad. I like it. Yeah. Like that cliffhanger ending. Yeah, I... so so it, there's potential for a sequel as well. You know there's going to be at least two more. <laughs> Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> Shout out to Community. Not bad. Yeah, love that show. It's too good. No, that's, that's good. I want to just... All right, I'm going to give my ending as well, but I just want to give one scene that I'm going to rechange. So while the story progresses, uh, like I said, Scott, Mark Marinow, has sued, officially sued the North Pole. And this is the first case ever. All right. So the whole country is enthralled with this case because, like I said earlier, this is a world where Santa does exist. And in this world, this has happened before where they've gotten the new Santa Claus, but everybody has accepted the call except this time. And everybody is shocked. Okay. So while we're doing this in the case, Aaron Sorkin's a wonderful genius. He writes this beautiful dialogue talking about duty. Is his duty is it an obligation to the country? You know, it's t- almost like being president of the world. Yeah, right. That's what Aaron Sorkin. He brings that writing into it. I know, you know? what you mean. You know, I know that's what you why mean. I hired him. Yeah. That's why I got him to do that writing. But the thing is, while the court's almost spinning to end, the the date's about to come. It's going to be like a week before Christmas that the Supreme Court has said that they're going to come up with a decision, and. Calvin still is staunch. So Bernard... Who's he learning from? Mitch McConnell, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's got Mitch McConnell as his representative. And Rudy Giuliani. Right, he's got them right there. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Okay, so right before, like the week before, Charlie and Bernard, they've been working secretly because they both believe in Christmas and believe that that her father could change. So they decide to kidnap Scott. Mm. And to kidnap them, they're going to need the most secret elf squad needed. Oh, I know what you're the elves with <laughs> the, attitude. The elves with attitude. And Hell this yeah. is where I bring them in. So they go in pure, like, zero dark 30 mode and, like, grab Scott out of his house. They bring him into, like, an Abu Dhabi uh, kind of place in the North Pole. Abu Dhabi type place yeah. in the North Pole? And, and where they torture him and try to get him sober. And then this is where Aaron Sorkin write, does his writing magic because somehow... He becomes clean in that week. 
a little bit revelations, but at the it's same that time, pixie dust. cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, he still doesn't know if he's going to do it. But Charlie has promised to take him back home the day before the case. And then this is where I need to talk with Aaron because I have two endings for this. Ooh. I have the happy ending and I have a sad ending for this. All right. Tell us both. Which one do you want first? Happy. All right. The happy one is Scott drops the suit and he becomes Santa Claus. Santa Claus. And that's the end of it. All right. Just okay. perfect happy story. Yeah. I could he see gives that. it like an enthralling speech, you know, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, asks, I was about to you know, say, Jimmy yeah, Stewart, it's yeah, a wonderful life, You know, right? like yeah. when he comes change, you know, it's like, oh, my God, yeah, this was meant for me, you know, like this, boom, changes his life. Or the sad one where Scott rejects the offer and Charlie is fed up with her dad and this is the last straw. So she kills him. Yes. Oh, she pushes she him does? off the sled oh! and she... Becomes Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. So then that actually, I love that ending way better. That way <laughs> ending way better. Because then you have, you have, you know, it's unexpected. You have the first female Santa Claus. You got um, th- that relationship. And, that's, and I'm going black from when she throws him off the sled. So like it's going to end. Dro- she's dropping him to the court like she promised. Like, I'm going to take you there. I don't care what you do. But like right before she gets there, she just throws him out the sled. What? And that's how your film's going to end? Yeah. Wow. And then I think I like, I'm just like. This is like the artistic like prick in me, but like I wanted to fade black mm-hmm. and have like news like news like noise, you know, like an anchor like oh, kind of like the end of Joker or all those things. Yeah, like, yeah, when kinda, they have yeah, like that, you know, it's like what you know, like oh, yeah, you know, it's Christmas. breaking news. Yeah. Scott Calvin is just like fell off, like died in his day. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, gotcha. And that's it. Yeah. So wow, I like that. <laughs> These are both super interesting and different takes. They're really cool. I hope you guys like it. Our listeners out there, which yeah. one do you guys find your favorite? Well, just a or- quick, just a quick recap. We should probably do that. Mal's version of the Santa Claus is is just called the Claus, and it is about a person who kills Santa Claus and refuses the responsibilities that come with it, mm-hmm. and he sues the North Pole because he doesn't want to be Santa Claus. Yep. And yours is an R-rated drama courtroomed, written by Aaron Sorkin and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. It's a fucking Oscar winner right there. And. The Oscar goes to... <laughs> That's great. That's great. I love it. I love it. And then for, for, for the film that I want to do, my Santa Claus reboot, it's called The Santa Claus with C-L-A-W-S. And this is a horror comedy. This is going to be an R-rated horror comedy. And it is about a person who kills Krampus, and he has to become Krampus. And he's torn between kidnapping the son of the girl of his dreams. So he has that inner struggle as well. Wow, these are both super interesting. I, I really know. like them a lot, man. I hope somebody gets one of these made. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, someone needs to get some. Come on, hire us now. But this is fun. I want to see yours. Horror movie. Are you trying to release it horror, during Christmas? Jordan or are you Peele? trying to release yeah, it Yeah, no. I, I mean, it's horror Christmas. I want. I don't feel there's enough horror Christmas movies, so I want this to be released during the holiday season. I think we need more and of that audience. too, a little bit horror more comedy. comedy. Yeah, exactly. Like, what I can think of right now is Black Christmas. I can think there's of a Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. yeah, there is a Krampus. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not this premise. Well, don't well if you look it up now and it is you didn't know that I didn't so, know I didn't know you're a genius oh I'm a genius <laughs> super genius okay uh, is that gonna do it for today's episode or yeah what? man I loved it I hope everybody has a happy holiday and yeah I, and please let us know which movie which one of our movies would you rather see would you rather see the beautifully directed courtroom drama of the claws or would you like to see the horror comedy Santa Claus from the vision of Jordan Peele. And that's going to conclude our inaugural episode of Reboot. 
Obviously, we can geek out even more with our minor details, but we don't even want to bore y'all with that. We, It'll be like, like a two-hour long. For real, for Unless real. Unless you guys want that, let us know. <laughs> Let's keep it at this right now. Uh, this was a blast, though. This really was a blast. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes of this cool new series. You know, questions, comments, anything you guys want to reach out to us about, feel free to email us at malvinmogli at gmail.com. Subscribe, please, wherever you listen to your podcast. Apple Podcasts, five-star ratings. Spotify. Spotify, if you do that there. Instagram or Twitter, please follow us at malv underscore n underscore mogli. Happy holidays, everybody, and we'll see you on the next episode of Reboot! Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Pimp! <laughs> I'm kidding!